Hey friends, welcome to the Planet Podcast, aligning you in your mindset, nutrition, and wellness. I'm your host, Melanie Barrett, a holistic nutritionist, life, and health coach that is obsessed with helping women to confidently believe and trust in themselves to create positive change in all avenues of life. When it comes to feeling overwhelmed, being crippled by anxiety, paralyzed by what foods to eat, and how the hell to live a balanced, healthy life, I've been through it all and know that struggle personally. This is why I've dedicated my life to helping others just like you to make this world a better place, one mindset shift at a time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Plant Ahead podcast. Today, I am so excited. We have a very special guest. Her name is Autumn Schultz, and Autumn Schultz is a biomedical scientist, herbal medicine practitioner, holistic gut health coach, and food medicine expert. Autumn supports, guides, and empowers others to heal their gut, reverse fatigue, while learning to love to live in their bodies again. So Autumn, I'm so happy and honored to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Love and light out to your audience, and I'm delighted to be here with you. Yay, very happy. So today we are going to dive into some juicy stuff. It's going to be super fun, and we're just really going to dive into, you know, living healthy, our healthiest and happiest versions of ourselves. And so uh, I just wanted to ask you, so please tell us about your story and your background and what has led you to this particular place in your journey. Yes, absolutely. So I've always really been interested in understanding how the body worked ever since I was really young. And you know, so in high school, I took every science class that they offered, and I just loved kind of experimenting in a lot of different ways. And, um, you know, as part of my journey and, and, and kind of coming from, you know, I'll share a little bit of how I kind of went from being a pharmaceuticals um, researcher to what I'm doing today. Very different. Excited. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it started with a little bit of my own personal journey, you know, as a lot of us coaches kind mm -hmm, of absolutely. experience, right? Um, you know, it, it began a little bit in middle school when I had scoliosis and I had surgery with that and kind of really coming to terms with what pain in the body meant at a very young age, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and with wanting to understand how the body works, I went into uh, Texas A&M University. I bleed maroon, giga maggies. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got a bachelor's in biomedical science and um, I was able to utilize that for 13 years right. in pharmaceutical research, kind of going end to end with running the trials all the way to actually leading data quality globally. Um, cool. at a pharmaceutical research company. And with that, I really saw a lot of, you know, I specialized in cardiology, oncology files, and I, I saw what was happening to people's bodies, the body burden that was happening with, you know, with chemical toxicities, nutritional deficiencies, and really was beginning to see a pattern. And, you know, lo and behold, Kind of at the same time, the divine intervenes or the universe, right? Kind of, course, of always. <laughs> divine timing, always. Like, here you go. <laughs> you know, so um, I kind of, uh, I had ended up working in data quality and had been setting up a lot of automations, which ended up automating me out of my position um, because oh. all the checks and balances I did after a year of setting things up, um, you know, but it, but it ended up, ended up being a huge blessing in my mm -hmm. life for the fact that 
about the same time my father's cancer returned and it was in a whole new place. Um, initially it was uh, colorectal cancer and it came back in his lungs oh. initially. And, um, you know, I, I thought there has to be something different that we can do or something in addition, right? Cause he did the traditional chemotherapy, uh, radiation and surgery the, the first time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but about five years later, you know, it, it, um, as, as it sometimes does, it remanifested, um, you know, the stem cells started to, um, uh, show up in different places and develop. And I was able to take a step back at that time and kind of look at a couple of things that, well, actually to tell you the truth, my mom was working with whole foods at the time. And someone came up to her and told her about the truth about cancer movement and um, Chris beat cancer. And he had the same cancer my father did. He had surgery, but he has staved it off with a lot of lifestyle, nutrition, Mm -hmm. food as medicine techniques. And he's now a cancer coach and helps other people. And so utilizing that program um, and starting to understand that, then I got certified in juice transformations, understanding how to utilize juice as medicine and seeing that and being certified as a health coach, getting trained and making herbal medicine, all of these things were not only to help my dad palliate him, make him stronger through the treatments that he chose to do, right? The traditional treatments, mm-hmm. um, but also help with some diseases of my body, diseases. <laughs> dis-ease. Of, yeah. <laughs> the key word, right? Some diseases of my own body that I had been ignoring for so long. Right. I was in my mid thirties using my hands to walk up the stairs because my knees were in such pain, systemic inflammation throughout my body. And, um, and not to mention IBS and a lot of different ways that my body was like, hello. (laughs) Every symptom coming up is something to tell you. Hello, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Fatigue, brain fog, and just, you know, no energy, you know? And so I thought there has to be a better way to do this. So I said to educate myself. Therefore, all the things I just talked about that I kind of explored and a lot of other natural practitioners, right? So I, I mean, acupuncture, kind of chiropractic, physical therapists, um, Reiki, energy, light workers, psychics, you know, just kind of getting in touch with the energy of my body, the energy of the earth and how, and the energy of the divine and how we could all work together <laughs> and listen to each other a little more. <laughs> You're all one. You're all one. Right. Um, so that's kind of a, um, yeah, in a nutshell, <laughs> how I went from one end to the other, I guess. <laughs> that's, that's awesome though. Thank you for sharing. And do you feel going through all of that, you know, as you mentioned, like with the just essentially universal energy and all of that coming together. Do you find it fascinating too that even when things came up, even with your father and where you were working and everything kind of just fell into place so magically how, you know, your mom was working at Whole Foods and all these things were kind of presented together as a package. And it is so crazy to really look at it from that perspective and be like, wow, this is all, you know, presented to me, like here it is. And it's just, it's so beautiful that you were able to see that these gifts were coming into you. Like here you are, you're presented with this stuff and this information and how it's really just segued you right into where you are today. And I just find it so beautiful and it's so empowering to see what you're doing. It's so cool. And so thank you. 
And do you feel like with COVID and the chaos of 2020 this year has definitely brought up a lot of anxiety and stress and overwhelm for everybody uniquely in our own ways? It's just been crazy. And how do you use your expertise to cope for yourself and your clients? So kind of what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, grace has been my word of the year for 2020, even before I knew COVID was going to be what it is, um, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, uh, it's very important to remember that we are animals mm-hmm. as humans, right? So there are things that, um, that our central nervous system does that, that we don't want to have happen, but it's okay. We need to give ourselves a little bit of room to, um, you know, there, there's absolute trauma that's going on with the changes that are happening. And so, you know, it's a lot of, you know, similar to, to what you do with your clients. I mean, there is mindset work, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's very much, you know, not just how some people may see traditional mindset, but how, of course, how you talk to yourself, but how you get support, right? Making sure that you have connections to others, that you're not being, so just because we are physically distanced doesn't mean that you have to necessarily, quote unquote, socially distance to me, right? Because we have so many different ways to be able to see each other still in this day and age and, mm-hmm. and utilize that and be able to utilize our support systems um, to be able to, you know, I mean, even as coaches, we know that almost more than anyone, that being support for our clients, that, that sometimes we need help. Um, Mm -hmm. and right now I think reaching out and not being, um, not feeling like we're on an Island, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, whether it be health mentality, just (sighs) daily struggles that we're going through, um, because we echo each other more than we realize. Absolutely. I think, you know, I think it's the strongest ones always too that seek out help and realize like, you know, I need to do this. I need to reach out and do that. And having a support system, no matter what it looks like is just so important. And I think especially this year has really taught us that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and I mean, it's, you know, we also feel that nutrition is very important, right? But I think, you know, nutrition is not necessarily only your diet, right? It is the people around you. It's how you nourish yourself. It's how you're showing up for yourself with self-care. And that is going to be just so important, right? And then like when I think about movement, yes, we talk about physical movement and things like that and all the benefits for the body, but movement is also action, taking action, making sure that you are thinking about what is serving you, what is not serving you and adjusting those boundaries, releasing what is not serving you. And sometimes that's, that's really, really difficult to do. And you have to look at some things inside yourself that you don't necessarily want to do. Right. Um, You know, so I think, and of course that kind of folds in right now with it being the end of the year, thinking about goals for next year, but also reflecting on what has been right. So there's kind of, um, you know, there, there's some special things that I, I guess, I guess I should slow down and talk about kind of <laughs> how the herbal aspect of <laughs> kind of my herbal medicine plays into with my clients, right? So with my clients, there's a lot of supportive teas that we will be using right now, a lot of nervines. So these nervines, 
help the central nervous system, right? They help to calm, help with anxiety, can help with depression, and even just help quiet the mind mm -hmm. as well. And there's adaptogens, herbal adaptogens that you can use that literally help the body adapt to stress. And I they help in a lot of different ways. Yeah, and you use a lot of herbs as well and teas and things like that too. And it's, you know, with the adrenal glands, with so much stress, like, I mean, we're animals. As animals, our central nervous system will react, which is kind of an innate built-in reaction, you know, mm -hmm. that, that is somewhat built as us having experiences over time, but it, but it happens with the animals in the wild too. And unlike animals, we sometimes don't shake it off, you know, like if a deer seeks, sees a presence, they will pause, but then once they feel that they're safe again, they will literally tip like nose to tail, shake it off physically. And, you know, we don't do that in public. Like we're not like sh shaking a full body, you know, <laughs> to like release this energy, right? But there's other ways. <laughs> you know, because everything around every corner is almost a saber-toothed tiger in this day and age, right? It, it makes our heart rate go up. It's, it's important, all of these deadlines, all of these responsibilities, these expectations on us. And I think being able to take a step back and nourish our adrenals with food, with herbs that support them, being able to slow down, maybe even taking some relaxing, I like to do herbal baths and eating seasonal foods to nourish, you know, right now all the roots really nourishing deep within the body and being able to heal mm -hmm. deep within the body and cleansing. Um, revisiting your routines, morning routines, evening routines. <laughs> Absolutely, so important. I could say that again. We all need that. It's a big part of it. <laughs> um, let's see. And then I guess the, you know, the other part that I'm really working on right now is kind of serving others and helping with anxiety because we are all, there's so many, and I won't mention them, but there's so many different stressors <laughs> and triggers out there right now i've been all day talking with, about those. yeah <laughs> y'all know what i'm talking about right guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know i've been focusing on self-care for 2021 in my women's facebook group and this month and it's been something that you know kind of revisiting what self-care really means and and that's where i think a lot of us forget that boundaries and saying no out of love for ourselves saying no to make room to say yes to other things is okay. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think the fascinating thing too, through what you said with, even with boundaries is that boundaries are, it's not just about boundaries with other people. A lot of times if we think boundaries like, Oh, I got to, you know, with my family and stuff like that, I got to be a certain way, but it's boundaries, as you said, with ourselves and every aspect of our lives, I feel is so powerful. And that's a big thing that we need to lock into and even what we were saying earlier is when we look at everything as the bigger picture is that it's not just about the foods we eat or, you know, our mindset. It's everything is a cohesive unit. I look at it as a mind, body, and spirit connection where we got to keep it together in a cohesive unit, getting ourselves really in alignment and feeling really, really good. And using there's so many different tools and modalities and practices that we can use today. Even when you were saying earlier about do energy work, go see an acupuncturist. There's so many different things that we can do 
And especially even through the, the craziest time ever, we never thought we would see in 2020, here we are. And just really leaning into what, what does make me feel good? Do I need to see a therapist right now to support me? Using adaptogens to support myself? What kind of foods are going to make me feel better? So I noticed a lot of people too, at, at the start of COVID, a lot of people were drinking and they were, you know, just doing more drugs and stuff like that just to kind of cope and get by, right? So it's like, oh, this is too much, this Papa Xanax or something. But at the same time, that's not really helping us. So really seeing and kind of shifting how we're seeing things. I mean, like, how can I help myself in a natural way? Because you realize drinking and eating these salty processed foods don't make you feel good. And then once you realize I'm not feeling good, and then you start to lean into that and be in tune with your body, kind of what you're talking about. Once you start getting in tune with yourself, you're like, whoa, these French fries do not make me feel good. And having all that vodka last night makes me feel like crap. That is totally not worth it. And then you start to see, huh, and you open up and you start looking at all the other options and stuff that you have. And there's just so much out there. And just opening into that world is just, it's so powerful. Yeah, it it absolutely changed my life once I opened. Well, because you have to admit that you're doing things that are hurting yourself. Yes. And that that's challenged. And you have to continue to do that through the process. Yes. <laughs> like an onion. Literally, that's number one, is owning and accepting. So I always refer to it as like being the observer, looking in at yourself. When you actually take that step back and you're like, wait a second, this is actually happening. Stop being in denial over it and being like, no, this sucks. And you kind of look at it head on and be like, all right, let, let's, let's do this. Let's fight. And then you kind of realize you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to accept this. I'm going to take this in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's power. And, and cause you're taking back your power and, yes. you know, becoming empowered again with your health and being able to make those decisions that, that make you feel alive. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. so perfect. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One question I always love to ask people too is what does holistic living mean to you? Yes. So I always think about natural first and we, and I already had this in my mind to say, and you just mentioned it, slowing down, listening to your body and responding, researching, but then taking action to change, right? Holistic living to be being in balance with the earth as much as possible, with the universe, with your divine, but also your own energies mm -hmm. that you have as a magical being of stardust. <laughs> you know, being able to respect yourself, others in the environment cohesively seeking out those things that will bring you closer to the divine to the the earth for me that means eating plant-based focusing on your mindset moving your body grounding your energy protecting your energy and being able to renew and let go as a cycle to be able to make room um, and i would say lastly exploring supportive modalities, being open-minded, you know, not necessarily completely abandoning the traditional medical system, but creating a balance for you, a balance for yourself with your healthy mind, your healthy body, and your own spirit and energy. That, wow. That's amazing. <laughs>
I love every second of that. And it's so true. And one thing that you said too, that just slow down, man. And that's the whew, that got me good. And I think that's the biggest thing that this year has honestly taught me is that you need to slow down. And I think it, it came into play because it made us all slow down. We couldn't go and do all the things and be as fast paced as we were because we literally had to be locked in and we had to stay in and completely shift how we view and saw the world this year. And, but it really made us take that second to slow down and like smell the roses, you know, and really just pay attention to how blue the sky is and what the sun feels like on our skin. It just really gave us that chance to do that. And I thought just, it's very powerful. And as although 2020 felt like such a slap in the face. It also, I think, brought a lot of insight, you know, for a lot of us to really, as you said, ground in. And I think that's another really powerful piece too, is that there's, we live in a world of such grinding and going and push, 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 go, 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 that we, our body is like, even what you're talking about before, we're not made for the kind of life that we're living. I mean, back in the day, you know, we would go into fight or flight mode. You know, you see a saber tooth tiger, your heart's pounding, your adrenals kick up, and it's made to do that, to get you through that so you can survive essentially. But today our body doesn't know if a bad email comes in and we go into fight or flight mode. It doesn't know the difference. So we're constantly getting these triggers all the time where we're going to crazy anxiety and our bodies are just going through so much. And this year has made us go through so much because we had to figure out how to live our lives again in a completely different way. I mean, most of us don't even leave the house for like a week at a time. It's just, well, it's a lot. There's a lot of grounding and meditation that comes in there to get through that. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just been, it's been such a ride to really take care of ourselves. And I love that your word of the year is grace. And for me, it actually was too, and compassion. Those are my two years of the word of the word of the year is just you really have to do that for yourself because you know what we're humans as you said before we're gonna fuck up sometimes we're not gonna be the best you know we might have a glass of wine here or do something there and you know what that's okay it's about giving yourself some grace and compassion saying what lesson can i learn from this and how can i be better and i really feel like that's a big part of where the mindset aspect and kind of like what we're sharing just comes into play is that you know you can't wave a magic wand and have your mindset like be perfect and be like, woo, I'm the best. It's, it just doesn't happen like that. It just, it takes time and it's something we slowly build. And I, this year has really taught us that to slowly build and slowly step into what we want and really just start getting and really empowered, you know? Yeah. And enjoy the journey, right? I mean, they say that a lot with like road trips, right? However, <laughs> I think it's very important. You know, I mean, speaking from somebody who has gone from couch potato to triathlete in the past, like, you know, enjoying actually getting there, you know, not just that end goal that you want to be able to celebrate because all of those little things, those little pivots, those habit stacks that you're doing and that, that letting go that you're doing, and receiving that you're doing, you know, all kind of come in their own time and when you're ready and, and it's good to, yeah, enjoy the journey. Yeah. <laughs> that, that actually said that it gave me chills. I was like, that's so true. As a lot of times, let's say, for example, we'll step into the weight loss world when people are trying to lose weight and get healthier, they want to do it so fast and they're so obsessed with the number on the scale. And I want to do this and this and this and this, and I want it. And it's like, no, just take a step back and enjoy the ride. I mean, you know, I just put on your seatbelt. It might be a little bumpy, but you know yeah. what? That's the cool thing about it is that we can't 
rush to the finish line because when we do, we're going to be so wounded and fragile and broken and falling apart. We'll be like crawling to the end, you know? And by the time you're done, and as long as we're still talking, like in terms of like weight loss, for example, by the time you get there, you're so over the diet, you're so over that lifestyle, you can't take it anymore. You end up putting on all that weight that you lost and then adding a bunch more. And it's just kind of like how the cycle goes. So it's just really slowing down. And I love that you said like, you got to pivot, you got to learn those lessons along the way. And that's what makes it magical. You're implementing new systems, you're implementing new strategies and new ways of living, and you get more and more into alignment. And it starts feeling so good that you're just that empowerment that we speak of, just you're there, you're living it. Yeah, nourishing yourself in so many different ways and and reclaiming your self-love, putting your oxygen mask on first, right? So that you can help others. Because um, who was it? Tony Robbins says that he he like be, he's as physical as he is in his day-to-day life so that he can go on stage for those three days and walk like 10 miles during a conference, right? Because he walks back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So it's the whole concept of f- being able to y- fuel your life with your nutrition, right? And your d- mm-hmm. nutrition is your diet, but also everything else that you're feeding yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. So- I digressed. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> So true though. I mean, it's spot on is that we really just have to look at it. You can't just eat clean and not have a good mindset, you know, and really respect that Get enough sleep or not move your body enough and do all those pieces. They work together as a whole. You can't, it's like a system. It's almost like a triad. You have a system or you have a table and if it doesn't have the four legs to keep it up, it's going to fall. Like you need that. And I think that's the strongest part to really look at as a whole is that it all works together. And that's what I love what you do and what you offer is that you're able to really help connect everything with every aspect of that. Looking at the mindset part, which is so important is you can, if your mindset is in the right place, and this is even what brought me to do essentially what I do is I would look and I would help people lose weight. But if your mindset is in the right place, it's not going to be sustainable. So it's really teaching the entire system. And for you really, you've got to look at the whole part of the body, the mind, body, and spirit as a whole and say like, what is going on with you? Where can you support and where can you help? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, uh, something that stands out for me too is, you know, healing is not a straight line. Mm-mm. And you know, to have that expectation, you know, just like weight loss is not a straight line, you know, you, you'll, you'll have good weeks, you'll have bad weeks, right? I mean, you, <laughs> you know, okay. but it's, it's the overall picture. It's really, yeah, taking that step back and um, yeah, meeting yourself where you are right now today with the expectations, um, you know, yeah, <laughs> there's so many things that come to mind with that, but that's where the grace comes in, right? But there's, there's a difference between giving yourself grace and telling yourself stories in order to overlook things or, or, or you know, the stories that we tell ourselves, right? So <laughs> I actually talk about that a little. I bet you our listeners would love to hear that. It's really a powerful thing you actually just brought up. So explain that a little bit more in depth so we could hear it. Yes, yes, absolutely. So there are, I mean, there's different levels of stories that we tell ourselves, right? There's things about our body image, about the way that people see us, but there's also things as an, and, and when I was referencing that, oh, a, a certain client came to mind, right? In which she, 
has a very good way of being able to utilize her the stories that she tells herself or the reasons why this is x y or z as an excuse not to be doing this certain thing for herself versus the grace of saying okay this is what i'm doing to myself this is how i need to be able to move out of it and it's okay what's been done in the past Mm -hmm. I need to be able to use that historical kind of lesson to be able to pivot and set something in place to not do that in the future, right? I mean, there's letting yourself have ice cream once in a while, right? But then there's telling yourself the story that it's okay for you to polish off a pint every weekend, right? Or mm -hmm. it's Perfect. okay for me not to, you know, work out for a month, you know, when really I need to give myself a grace not to work out for a matter of a few days. You know, one thing that actually just came up to me that I thought of when you were saying that a big part of it too, is that where the boundaries come in with yeah. yourself. And that's a really good way to kind of put it together is that when you look at boundaries, you're yeah. like, you know, this is where it comes in clear with, we'll talk about the ice cream that you just talked about. So for example, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to have, you know, ice cream every once in a while. That's balance. That, that's okay. But it's yeah. when you have that voice in the back of your head, that's like, oh yeah, get it girl and then you eat you know yeah. you polish it off every single weekend that's a difference and that's when the boundaries come in with yourself you need to say no and the grace where you're like no i'll just say for myself no melanie you know you can have a little bit here that's totally fine but having it every weekend is not going to serve you for your highest healing the highest good and your bigger picture and where you want to go so then when you do have that ice cream that you know every once in a while you close your eyes you enjoy it you embody it you get in your body and you feel it you feel those senses you recognize the way it tastes the way it smells and how it feels and then you're enjoying it so much that you're like this is good and you feel satisfied most of the times when we're poshing off in the weekend, we don't even remember eating the damn thing, right? <laughs> I mean, you're hitting the nail on the head, like dessert that makes you close your eyes and like takes your breath away. Like that's when you know that that's a graceful treat to be able to give yes. yourself and something that you earned. But, you know, yeah, not those other things that are just like, oh, well, this is just some stimulation of sugar for little girl inside me so <laughs> that honest that's perfect because that's where a lot of a lot of a struggle and where you fall yes. victim to that place you don't recognize and seeing is that when you're fully in your body and you're fully present and you're fully aware and experiencing life to its fullest that's when it feels really really good it's most of the time when we're finishing off a pint of ice cream it's because we're emotionally eating or you know we're fighting a weird relationship that we have with ourselves and with food and we're not fully present and aware when you're fully present and aware we won't do those things and that's what it's just about really working on the mindset really connecting with yourself and with everything in life and that's kind of what pulls it all together and what i feel is really powerful about all of it for sure yeah yes <laughs> and then so kind of to take what we were just going to talking about and roll it into here so what do you feel is important more important than ever to have a holistic lifestyle during the next decade? So I think, you know, considering that we're living in the information age, I've, and it's very important for me for people to have medical informed consent, to understand what they are doing to their bodies and what um, medicines may be doing to their bodies. Because yes. I feel that just blindly trusting the doctor is not the place that we need to be anymore. Um, 
I think that we do need to have a support system and, you know, be able to continue to learn, right? I think continuing to learn is very important. A lot of times we get out of school, we're like, okay, no more books. I'm just done with this. Let me go ahead and live my life and go, go, go. But there's so many things that are happening in science today, in nutritional science and, you know, that are changing our genetics for the good or for the bad. Yes. Oh my God. And leading to dis-ease of the body or making yourself somewhat disease-proof, at least for as long as we can, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, a lot of things we've talked about, admitting what's not serving us, you know, changing up, but there's going to be a lot of COVID long haulers, I think they're calling them, um, that are having different symptoms that are going to be possibly burdening the medical system. I think a lot of our baby boomers getting older and Generation X coming up, there's going to be a lot of burden to the medical system with the way that our diets are, the standard American diet, the sad foods um, and things like that. And as well as people also being hurt by prescription medications and by treatment as well. Mm -hmm. So I think us being empowered and educated on home remedies, on everyday simple tools to support ourselves with everyday ailments, whether that be food as medicine, herbal remedies, um, different mindset work and techniques that you can do. I mean, meditation and things like that. I mean, I think taking a quick, taking a pill, you know, as a quick fix, you know, like you've mentioned, it's not getting down to the heart of the symptom, right? Get to the but, yeah, yeah. But if we can use the community around us, different, different healers, friends, free education that's out there and really doing research on things like pubmed.gov, you know, legitimate websites, nutritionfacts.org. And I'm sure that you share a bunch with your um, viewers and listeners as well. And I um is so good too. <laughs> you know, prioritizing ourselves, but also like listening to ourselves, listening to our body, listening to our gut. Mm -hmm. um, not just physically, but mentally. Both ways, really. <laughs> it really stands out to me when I look at the oncology space and how it is right now, and how when you are diagnosed, you are very quickly rushed to surgery chemo and radiation, if that's appropriate, of course, for your cancer, which for a lot of them, if you have good insurance, they'll throw everything at you because they, because that is what is very supportive, right? In their eyes, right? That is what they, they are taught. Pharmacopoeia, the, the physicians, only 20% of medical schools in the U.S. have even one course on nutrition. Right. The last time that I researched it, right? So, yeah, so they can't, and in California, physicians will lose their license if they do talk out of their swim lane, right, about um, pharmaceutical medicine and things like that. So, Not the doctors, though. It's the, it's the system as a whole. Yeah, well, I mean, there, yes, there is a, there's a, and, and it's not, and I, girl, you know, I used to work in pharmaceuticals, right? I mean, I used to completely not know that there's so much more out there. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and you can't patent a plant. You don't see any big broccoli commercials. Right. So, <laughs> so there's broccoli. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even though it fights cancer, like, let's just not talk about that. Right. So <laughs> within the oncology space, they will 
there can be a tendency to rush to treatments when in a lot of times there is, there is space for you to do research on your own and being able to decide what is alternative and what is out there to be able to support you. Because I firmly believe that, that sometimes just what the doctor order may not be just right for you. Mm -hmm. Second opinions are important and third opinions and most of all your gut. Yes. I'm a huge advocate as food is medicine and that leads to our highest disease states, right? And that's cancer. And mm -hmm. I want people to be aware of what is out there even before their diagnosis, because when it is diagnosis time, it's often too late. Yeah. And so empowering yourself with understanding lifestyle medicine, holistic mm -hmm. lifestyle medicine is, uh, is going to be absolutely integral in the next decade for us to, um, maintain the genetics of the species. <laughs> I love all of that. It's so, so, so true. And the thing to really wrap my head around a lot is even what we were talking about before is every symptom has a reason. Every headache, every cough, every allergy, everything, asthma to any anxiety, depression, anything that goes on. I mean, as you and I know, a lot of it's all mainly based in our gut. It's where yeah. it starts, but every symptom and everything that comes up is our body telling us something. Yes. And eventually those symptoms start to get so strong and we keep just taking Advil to kind of push it away. And kind of what you're talking about is it's not getting, or you go to the doctor and they give you a pill for it. And I mean, the doctors are there to treat your symptoms and they're doing a good job with that. But the issue is it's like a, a leaky faucet where you go to the doctor and the faucet's leaking, they give you a pill and all you do is the pill is just cleaning up the water and just clean up the water constantly. But you know, the issue is still going on in the background, the pipe's still leaking. And that's how I look at taking a pill versus getting to the root cause and actually fixing what's going on. But we, when we don't get to the root cause and we keep taking something to take away, or even if it's joint pain or inflammation or anything like that, it's still going on in the background. That's what turns the autoimmune disorders. And then that sits there for so long and that's what turns to cancers. And that's yeah. what all kind of happens. It just doesn't happen overnight. These things take a long time to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Inflammation of the body, you know, which a lot of inflammatory foods and dis-ease of the body, right? And I mean, cancer is an obligate glucose metabolizer, so it has to have sugar in order to feed. A lot of cancers have been there decades before we, quote unquote, early diagnosis. Mm -hmm. um, so, so in a lot of cases, we have the time to be able to think, you know, we were talking earlier about the time to lose weight, the time to heal the body, right? Because the body is smart. The body will heal a lot of times in the order of the top priority, mm -hmm. right? And so a lot of times, you know, I'll work with clients and they're like, well, we've been, you know, I've been working on my body for like a year and these and things keep happening. And I'm like, well, they were all underlying things, remember, that were going on and that were contributing to other things. And, but you're peeling that onion layer, you're revealing that beautiful Vidalia onion that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, anyway. That's <laughs> true. And I feel like every time, you know, you, you know, you level up, shit comes up. Every time you feel like you got it all figured out, you start all over. It's a vicious loop. And that's what we're talking about. Yes. Isn't a straight line. It's not a linear line. It's there's ebbs and flows always. And that's what makes it beautiful. Just feeling empowered in yourself being like, wow, this thing is coming up. This is an issue. And yes. like, for example, like with gut health and figuring out like, oh, you go to the doctor, you get a diagnosis of IBS and you're like, oh no, 
be the doctor of your symptoms. Really look it up. Go to the other side and be like, well, what's causing this? What's going on? My gut floor and all the different moving pieces. Once you start figuring out, you're going to feel empowered. And then it starts becoming, I look at it all like a game these days where I'm like, teach me more. I want to learn. And that, that's just the beauty of it all is that it's really in this day and age and moving forward, we do have the power and the resources and the modalities and the tools are all presented to us. And, you know, even for Autumn and myself, we want to be here to really be the light workers, to really be the healers and help people completely transform and change their lives. I mean, that's what we're here to do. And that's what we're going to continue to do and just to change everybody's lives and be here to support you guys. So Autumn, well, my last question for you is, where can we find you on the internet? Absolutely. So you can find me at autumnsharvest.tv. And again, that's .tv because video is my favorite expressive medium. So you can see my funny faces and <laughs> me making medicine. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. And I'll definitely put in the show notes of all your links to everything and all the fun stuff. But it's been such a pleasure to connect with you and kind of hear your story. And I'm very excited for our listeners to check you out and kind of go from there. So thanks again for being here. I appreciate you. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Love and light to everybody. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and share this episode with someone you feel may benefit. For more inspiration, join the conversation with me on Instagram at planahead.co. There you will find a link in my bio to my free mindful and meal prep guide that will kickstart your wellness journey today. Until next time, remember, even through your hardest days, we are all made of stardust.